Blog Talk Radio. Class is in. It's time for Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp. Sit back, relax, learn, and listen. Pick up the phone and get involved in the conversation. 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Good evening. God bless. Good evening to each and every one. I pray that you're having a blessed evening. As usual, uh, it is my prayer that as we go into this uh, session this evening, that someone will get something out out of it. I would like to just start off with talking about some of our recent history. Anything past one hour is history. Anything dealing with the past is history. Yesterday is history. For the Bible says yesterday is gone and tomorrow have not come. So what we're doing, we, we know that we're talking about Uvalde right now, about the things that's going on in America. I'm going to get back into our African history and the things that occurred on the African coast, and I'm going to talk about the things that occurred in America during uh, the transatlantic slave trade and the different things that occurred during slavery. Uh, But first, I I want to just talk about certain current events that's occurring right now and certain things that, as African-Americans, we should be looking out of what's going on with us right now things that's happening in Washington, things that are not going the way that they should go in Africa, things that we're allowing to occur right in America, which if it were anyone else or if it was President Obama, it would not happen. He would be arrested. But nevertheless, uh, Uvalde, Uvalde, Texas, 19 kill at a school. All the kids, I mean, this is an elementary school first to about fifth grade in school. Uvalde, Texas. And here they've been showing on television, whereas how the police said their response was. I had from my son who can tell someone he's been through the training of uh, how to respond to an active killer and they are never to run back. They are to go forward. They are to go forward, and they can be fired. Not in this instance. For some reason in Texas, they are trying to make excuses for one another. Yes, the police uh, chief, he's on administrative leave, paid administrative leave. Here, they go down. They have the shoot out numbers, he fired a few volleys of shots at them. They run, hearing kids screaming and hollering for their lives. They're behind protective shields, 
and stay there for 77 minutes listening at babies mourning and groaning for what's going on. Calling by in high school, another instance. There have been movie theaters, there have been concerts, there have been churches, people worshiping in churches. Gun down. There are those people who have been uh, placed in Washington to uh, represent us and to make sure that the country is protected are no more than money grabbers for the NRA. Instead of they refuse to the gun makers will lose billions of dollars if they would pass laws, were rather enact laws that would uh, stop the uh, selling of military-grade weapons, which no one need to have a machine gun to hunt deer, rabbit, squirrel, or coon, or whatever you're hunting. You don't need a moose. You don't need that. So why do you sell a military-grade weapon and kids are being gunned down, but we're not doing anything? And I heard one of the dumbest, I want to say ignorant, one of the dumbest things I've heard. Well, uh, we're going to start taking, uh, well, they're going to do, they they could find out uh, whether this person uh, have mental problems. Well, first of all, the person, there's no way you to find out if this person is a danger. A person is, we're not right on a farm when they fill out the application for to buy a farm that they're crazy. If you're not, well, I'm crazy, so don't say them no. They're not going to write that. And the average person that commits these crimes never been arrested. Most of the time you talk to the neighbor, they were a good person, they were quiet. So how help dealing with this background check that they're talking about is going to help. Now, if there's only a pistol, they make it less than the amount of people who are killed after you put armed guards there to protect the kids. But they say they're going to do straighten the background check. What if the person haven't been convicted of a felony, the person haven't been to a mental institution, then how how are you going to find out this person never going to, would never tell you, well, if you give me the gun, I'm going and shoot up a school. That's not so. Again, every time that I've noticed with someone that tell you, he was a good kid. You never would have thought he was quiet. He stayed to himself. So how would you know what that kid is uh, 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 can do? This kid you can never tell a person until it comes out. So we have to do some limit the, the availability of certain great weapons to to this, and 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 we really need to do it. Parents are losing their babies, and uh, until it hits home, until those congressmen who can afford are sending kids to different schools and have protection. Some even have protection for their children once they become um, state congressmen or senators. They have protection. Their kids go to these private schools where they're protected. But the middle class and the poor kids are just left there to suffer. I don't like them to 
uh, now they're trying to say about uh, equate uh, black experience, African American night experience, but we we are a, a, a race of people. We are a, a, a race of people, but they want to put put us in and pigeonhole us with gay people. That's that's a person preference. My preference is, is not black. I would never change the fact that I am black, but being black is, is, is your race. It's not a preference. It's a man he preferred to be a female. That's that's gay. A female preferred to be called a male. That's gay. But they have no preference. That's their preference, but 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 with with uh, African Americans, we don't have a preference. So don't pigeonhole us to voting. They try to get the blacks to vote on something by saying uh, 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 it includes black voting rights, and you put that together with 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 uh, gay rights. Uh, uh, you're gonna say it's a right for for uh, interracial marriages, but you lump it with gay rights. It's nothing gay or uh, uh, abnormal about a black and a white person getting married. First thing, both of them are mankind. Both of them are human. And in and, 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 and essence, they're anthros. They're mankind. Anthros is man. Gonia would, would be a, a woman, a wife in, in Greek. But it, nevertheless, it, it, they, they, they're doing things. I've been listening at this stuff carefully. Then I, I, I've been watching uh, them as they do this January 6th. And all the information and testimony, there are so many white Americans that still would like to believe in Donald Trump. The man have told over 50,000 lies. The man kissed Vladimir Putin's backside. He don't believe his own own uh, security, uh, America's uh, uh, people that investigate and try to get information for America. He'd rather take what Vladimir, he, he even said he would take Vladimir Putin instead of taking our own intelligence. Now, now this, is, this is the president of the United States. But now they're finding out that he could have stopped the riot, he could have stopped the people from doing what, and he would not do it. He even wanted to join the people, all because of a lie that he won the election, knowing that they went over it and they went over it and could not find where he could have won. Recently, he even tried to call one of the witnesses before they go to testify. Witnesses have been threatened. All kinds of things, but this man is free. I would, I would, I, I would, I would admonish you, and I would like to just say this: if you would look into it, if that was President Barack Hussein Obama, he would be in a federal maximum security prison by, by for doing any half the thing that this man, uh, who was President Donald Trump, I don't like to call him president because he was never my president. He just was by name the president. 
because I thought that he was unqualified. I don't think that he's a very intellectual or intelligent person. I think that he was a dummy and those things that go along with it. That's what I feel. And no one could take that, that what I feel and what I've heard him say. But now I'm going to go a little bit further. It's time that we break things down to the African-Americans in our community, especially those who live in the old neighborhoods or the hood or whatever we want to call it. We want to want them to understand different terminology. What is gentrification? What is gentrification? How? Or, and then you explain to them, whites will allow the people over the cities, and they're white, they will allow grass to grow up to your ne- next door, and they'll let it get run down, and you're paying in your taxes for the keep the grass cut and the trash picked up, but they don't do anything in the inner city, but you go in suburbia where most whites live, and you'll find out it's cut good, they keep it clean. The moment they say something, they're out there, the city government, uh, the county, they're out there working. But when you call them in uh, the hood or the or whatever you want to say, get over the hood, they take their time. And, and most of the time, they never get there to do the job and let the grass grow. So gentrification occurs. The people sell. And what's ironic about it, they don't tell you that after they, 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 they get the property, they build some pretty nice properties on it. After they build those nice properties on it, well, the, your taxes go up because of the value of those properties that's been built. Well, a lot of poor uh, blacks that's worked all their life and don't get much from their Social Security or their pension that they get will not be able to pay if they go up so high. They won't be able to pay the taxes, and they're going to lose their property. So we need to teach people or study about the gentrification. You've seen it in Detroit. You've seen it in Harlem. You see it all over Chicago, California. And I'm seeing it right here in Louisiana, how they're allowing things. And I'm watching the different properties that they're building in those those places. So we need to educate our people. We need to educate our people what's gerrymandering how they zigzag around different areas to make sure they have enough and it's against the law. They don't supposed to gerrymander. You're supposed to have an outright cut area that you vote from. But what they would do have it zigzagging all through different areas, have to get out of the black neighborhood, go back into a white, stay in the white, then go around another black neighborhood. It's zigzag all curves. And that that's gerrymandering to make sure that they could keep their congressmen. We're going through something right here, and I think also in Alabama, where they're meeting court because uh, Louisiana, uh, one-third of the population of Louisiana is black. And the largest cities in Louisiana is predominantly black. Well, nevertheless, we only, we have six congressmen, one black and five whites, but, two, but, 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 but a third of six is two. So you're supposed to have two uh, representative congressmen from Louisiana, but they're fighting to keep that from happening. And some believe things lead things the way they were. They were working good. They were never working good for African Americans. You have that the Voting Rights Act. We 
they're trying to pass all these things. They're passing a lot of things that the, the hinder black votes. They're doing all kind of then president, ex-president, Donald, uh, the joke Trump, he put people on, that's how they, they, they uh, got rid of Roe versus Wade. He put people on the Supreme Court he knew would support his agenda. And so I want you to understand this is, my brothers and sisters, I want you to understand this was this is something that was planned out. And right now, believe it or not, just because some of us have, have uh, been blessed to have a good-paying job, and, and I don't really call it a blessing. It's just, just supposed to be in some kind of pattern. Uh, you know, uh, we had affirmative action where they had to give. It's really nothing but affirmative action where they have to give so many blacks a uh, decent-paying job. And when they do it, we put our heads, as blacks, we tend to put our heads up and forget where we came from just because you fit in that little pigeonhole into that little criteria of affirmative action. If it wasn't for those who died fighting for rights, you wouldn't have affirmative action, but you forgot about what crossed you over the bridge. Now they're taking you, pushing you back across the bridge, and they're about to tear the bridge down. If we don't take our time and learn and get out in the polls, we are slipping backwards. Uh, I've always said that I noticed that in the African-American community, we love to party, we love to dance, we love to drink, but we're not paying attention, and that's going to do nothing while other people are thinking on you, you party, and they're thinking how to dispose of you and and trying to do it in a legit way, but they're doing so doing so many crooked things to do it, and you're not able to catch it. And those who are successful, it seems as though they, they refuse to bring things up thinking that they're going to have Mr. Bobo not to like them instead of caring enough for their people. They don't care enough for their people. They only think about themselves. And it's time that we think about our children and our grandchildren and our nieces and nephews who are to come. That's what we need to be thinking about. So there are things that's going on right now that we really, really need to look at. Um, we have, when the Democrats go to vote, we have two Democrats that's keeping the Democrats from doing anything. One from, what is Arizona, and the other one from West Virginia that's voting against, I, I think they should just turn Republican because they are not voting for anything. But now the Republicans will think Republicans do stick together, the GOP, and they don't have no love whatsoever for our people. They don't have any love at all. And we have been told, we have been uh, showed in many, many ways that they don't have the love for us. And it's time that we understand that they don't have the love for us and show them by going to the polls and voting and uh, making sure that they don't be but one term and get rid of them because things are going backwards again. We're going to be, we look like we're going back into the 60s and the 70s when, because people don't understand the civil rights bill was, was passed in, um, uh, 1964, but it wasn't enacted until 
74. So it, in 2024, it would only be 50 years since the Civil Rights Bill been enacted, but whites want you to catch up with them, and they have put so many things before us to stop us from going forward. I would admonish all black kids to go to college or get a good trade. If you're not college material or if you don't expect to attend college, go get you a good trade. And I would admonish us to become entrepreneurs because we need to learn how to work for ourselves and learn to start sticking together. We, 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 uh, we'll follow anybody but ourselves. It's been said that on a Sunday is the most segregated moment of the of the week. Now, I want you to understand this now. If that's the most segregated and America is a Christian nation, you have so many blacks that will, that will, will go to uh, white, white churches, predominantly white churches. And, and that's only because that's the way we've always thought what they have is better than us than what we have, they're smarter than us. So we're still going through that Mr. Bobo uh, scenario. And it's time that we stop. You don't find many of those going to black churches because they they still think that they're better than you. But for some reason, we have been trained and brainwashed that they're smarter than what we are, and that's not far from the truth. And I'm going to bring up certain things that you can look up and find out and to support what I just said, that they're not smarter than you. And no form of fashion that they're any smarter than you. And you were never dumb. I, I'll speak about that concerning that. Uh, they never had to learn a new language. You had to learn a new language. Our four parents had to come to a country beat, branded, to another strange place, or learn a strange language and everything else. They never had to do that. So you was never dumb. You couldn't understand. You had to wait until you understand what the language was. Then you was able to build the Washington, have me in the White House. You build the railroads. You build roads and bridges and everything else. But you had to first learn the language and what they were talking about. You were all very creative. You were all very people that could build now, I want us to understand, too. Now, I want us, I'm going to go back, uh, I'm going to do a little Bible, but I'm going to go back and I'm going to do anthropology, the origin of man, and I'm going to do, uh, after I do anthropology, I'm going to go into some genetics, too, because that, that tells a lot about us, our genetic makeup. Okay, now, I want us to, to, to be very, very uh, about this. You, if you read your Bible and if you're studious, they tell you about God creating Adam and Eve. And most of us come, we've been taught that it was, the garden was somewhere in the Middle East. Well, they call it Middle East, but years ago it was North Africa. It wasn't until they separated the, uh, the, that the landmass, they were joined together until the 1900s when they built the Suez Canal. And it's all run on the same titanic plate, the Holy Land and all that. Dick, you could just walk from there to Egypt. It's 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 that close. And it, it all right was right together. They made a, a shortcut to get to India through the Mediterranean Sea. 
and they and they made that by making this big canal called the Suez Canal, where these big ocean liners and other things taking freight import and exports could pass through. Well, nevertheless, and when they talk about the Garden of Eden, and I want you to understand this, and and and, and with the Garden of Eden, the Bible says that the Garden of Eden stemmed off with one river, but it turned out to four. Now, then the Bible say, and the first river was the Pishon River. And it talks about the Pishon. Now, listen at that, because the Pishon River is very, very important, because they say it was in Asia, but the Pishon River really is the Nile River. Okay, it's, it's, it's the Nile River. The Pishon River, and they say it encompassed the land of Havilah, which is Cush. Now, Havilah... If Ethiopia, Kush is, is what they call the people of, of Ethiopia, Kushite, mean burnt face, mean that they're real, real dark-skinned people. And so this encompasses the land of Havila, which is Kush, where there's Beldonium and Oxygen. It talks about the semi-precious stones also. Then they say, and the next river, they say that was the guy, there's the guy on, and it encompasses the land of, they say Deja Bhuti and uh Somaliland, which is Somali, when some encompasses in circles or form a crescent around it. So that tells me that part of the uh, garden was in Africa. Now, if that was not so, now listen to what I'm about to tell you. You don't see all the animals in the Bible that they, they call. None of that lives over in that part of Asia right now. No. Especially in the Holy Land, you don't find lions and hippos and all kind of all, all kind of other things and cheetahs and all, all type of animals. They were able to go back and forth during the warm time in the warm weather and go back down south in the winter time because the land masses were joined together. Now then they go on and they say, now this is why we get a little confused because they talk about. Uh, the Euphrates River. Now, the Euphrates River is run. Part of the Euphrates River do run in Iraq. You know where the way where we're talking about where Nebuchadnezzar was and Babylonia, Babylon. But but it runs through there, and they say it was uh, the Euphrates River. And they say the next was the Hidika, and the Hidika ran in that same area, but it ran east and west. But now today they say the Hidika River is the Tigris River. But the Tigris River, I beg to differ, because the Tiger River runs parallel with the Euphrates, which is north and south. So I don't think that, but I believe that that was pre-Diluvian, that was before the flood, and that all the land masses had been joined together. There's been scientific proof that land masses were joined together, but after the Ice Age and others, some parts of the land stayed below the water level. Now, 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 I'm going to go off into some anthropology because whites have been talking uh, uh, about, well, when you're studying uh, about the origin of man, well, where did man come from? Where, where did man first begin? Now, all your best anthropologists, geneticists and others, all these guys will tell you that it began in Africa, sub-Saharan Africa. Now, that's one thing I want you to understand. 
that if it came from sub-Saharan Africa, that means the people were black. And I want you to understand this, that these people, that the first people were black. And people on this earth more than, you know, when we look at the Bible, we go, some people say it goes back uh, 6,000 years. But man was on this earth, oh, uh, millions of years before uh, that time. Now, uh, I'm not talking about Homo habilis. I'm talking about Antrilopithecus. Afarensis. This is a fossil that was found. They call her Lucy. She was found in Ethiopia in 1974, and not simply because of a upending of her of this under of our understanding of the process of evolution, but also because she even to this very day they named their household name, which is Lucy, because the Beatles had a record out in 1974 called Lucy. This, 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 this partial skeletal remain was found by John Don jo, Donald Johansson and Tom Gray. Uh, they were looking for some rocks, but they stumbled upon these fossils. And when they dated the fossils, it dated back to three per two million years. And, and that, that's Lucy. And, and that's not all. They, we even have some fossils in Africa, when they get ready to look for fossils to find out who was the first and the original people, they go back to Africa, and they find out that's where they dig. They don't go to Europe. They don't go to Russia. They don't go to China. They go uh, other Americas. They dig in Africa. And then there's another couple that was doing some work, and that was Louis Leakey and Mary Douglas Leakey. You know, and one was a paleontologist and all and things, and they uh, they discovered what they call the first proconsul skull. And then some say the proconsul skull was a half ape, half human, but I don't believe that anything ever evolved from an ape to a human, which that's not my my belief. But now, Mary Douglas Leakey, she also she discovered what they call a robust Zenzanthropus, and she discovered the skull in the O.D. Gorge in Tanzania, and, and that's in Africa. Arche- archaeological find they find all kind of anthropological. They found they found fossils. They found uh, uh, old ancient apes. They found it of humans, and they found them when excavating the O.D. Gorge. They found all kind of tools that people were making millions of years ago. Now, I had a friend of mine I was talking to say, well, he wanted to put an end to all this stuff, talking about making who invented this. Well, who invented fire? If you didn't have fire, you couldn't live. You couldn't keep warm. You had to go through the ice age. So where did that come from? Okay, so I only laugh when they said it. Now, I want us to understand this. Now, when you're dealing with that, you have to also understand that there's a, a place in Africa where they dug up and they found this lady. And the lady... 
name was mitochondria Eve. Now, mitochondria Eve, now I want you to sign this out. Now, because if you trace your DNA back on your mitochondria, meaning your mother line inherited, you get your mitochondrial inheritance of mitochondria uh, cells within our body, all human bodies. We have theoretically the same ancestor. I mean, I, I don't care where you come from. I mean, and that is today in today's world. I, you could be in China, you could be in Japan, you could be in America, you could be in Russia, anywhere in Europe, Canada, anywhere. If you check our mitochondrial DNA, that there's a woman that has the theoretically, uh, we have the same ancestor from one female. And the female body was not found in Russia, China, nowhere else but Africa. This woman is known as mitochondria Eve. She lived between over 100,000 or 200,000 years ago in South Africa. But that would mean uh, below the, uh, sub, the, the Sahara Desert. And she was not the first human, but every other female lineage eventually didn't have any female offspring. Failing to pass on the mitochondria DNA as a result, all humans, you hear what I'm saying? All humans today can trace their mitochondrial DNA back to her. Within her DNA and of her peers exists all the genetic variation we see in a contemporary human today since Eve time. Different populations of humans have drifted apart and genetically and forming distinct ethnic groups today, but we all carry her DNA. And she was a black lady. So so this is where we came. And I, I'm going to get to tell you why we look different. Because in Africa, everybody, Africa is not just one country. It's a continent. You got brown skin. You got dark skin. You got straight hair. You got pernice noses. You have pug noses. I mean, it's all over. You can look in, in Eastern Africa right now. Most have pernice nose. Some have straight curly hair. And, and they're dark skinned. But I want you to understand that they also, they found somebody that was very, very close akin uh, to mitochondria. The closest person to her DNA was found, uh, it was a man who died in, in 315 B.C., in other words, 315 years before Christ in South Africa, is the closest relative known to in humanity common to the female ancestry of mitochondria Eve. They know that this person was a fisherman, he was a fisherman, and that he was the closest master Eve. They found him and was they found his uh remains in a place what they call Saint Helen Bay in South Africa by archaeologist named Andrew Smith, who is a professor at the University of Cape Town. These are things that we, we really, really need to, to, to understand. These things are not being told to us. So when we're not told these things, we, we tend to think that we are less than others. I have a saying, until the line writes the narrative, a true story never could go on. Long as whites continue to have be over the news media, long as white folks uh, have television, 
and they could have uh, the movie of the Bible and make every every uh, patriarch white, every prophet white, Jesus white, all of the disciples, everybody's white. And they write that they discovered places that they did not discover with million people. They tell you that the early sellers were good people, but yet they came over and killed off the people and stole their land. But they were good people, and the people they took the land from were supposed to be savages. And I'm trying to figure out what is their definition of savage because that act, what would occur with savage, who is a savage? But now, uh, going further, when you start getting into what you call genetics, and after I do this, I'm 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 gonna come along and we we're gonna start doing a little questioning thing. But I mean, I want to go a little bit further. When you get off in genetics, is very important. That a guy who was born in the 1800s and he lived to 1884, and his name was Gregoire Mendel, and he's considered the father of genetics. And and we talk about the genetics is talking about inheritance involved the passing on discrete units. Uh, uh, of inheritance, a gene from parent to offspring. Mendel found that different traits and things, if you have dog seeds together, they produce dog things. But you, you, could, you could mix them together, and you still could come up with the dog. Now, I want you, I want you to understand this. Mendel law was said that dark skin or brown skin is dominant. Brown eyes come is considered dominant. I mean, most of the people that the original people, when they say a dominant, the original people had well had dark skin or was black, and that that's called a dominant gene. Their eyes were brown. That's called a dominant gene. Now, light skin comes from a recessive gene. A white skin that's a recessive gene. Blue eyes come from a recessive gene. Now, I want you to understand that a genetic mutation occurs for blue eyes. How do people end up with blue eyes? A genetic mutation when OCA2 genes is turned off, it produces blue, blue eyes. And, and that tells us that something in your body switches off and you go through what we call a mutation today. Uh, and so what I'm trying to tell you, white people or Caucasian or Europeans are no more than uh, a recessive uh, recessive person from you, a mutation of you. Now, I want you to understand that you, and, and what am I talking about? See, Mender had a law. He had a law of independent assortment. You would have sought things out and independently and mix them together. Like we have interracial marriage, then you could have a law of dominance where you have predominantly a certain group of people together. And then you could have a, the law of segregation where you could just, just like China, you just mainly just see people look just like look like like themselves, China. But but he had those 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 are those uh, three uh, laws, and so you see how how that that plays out today in different places where. Only a certain group of people live how the people look alike and things like that, and they pass on those genes. But all of them, the Japanese, Chinese, I don't care who you are, Vietnamese, Korean, I don't care the American, the Mexican, 
I don't care the the Asians, the people in India, the people in, in, in Europe, all of them carry mitochondria E DNA. They get their DNA from you. Their their DNA they come from you. Now I want you to understand and I want you to get this too. And I'm I'm gonna say this. Because we really need to understand this. They are a mutation of you. About seventy thousand years ago, humans left out of Africa and established themselves in small population branches out to establish foothold first in Asia. And then they moved east, going to China and Australia. Then later on, they moved west into Europe, which was maybe 40,000 years ago. The people went up in cold weather. If you ever get a chance to look on your globe and see what latitude do Europe and Britain and the rest of them, they're up above Canada, where it's very, very cold. They moved up there, and they went through what you call a mutation. But to understand what a mutation is, you have to look up the definition of a mutation. See, a DNA, uh, uh, excuse me, the definition of a mutation is a change of structure of gene resulting in a variated form that may be transmitted to subsequent generations caused by alteration of a single base unit in DNA or deletion, insertion, or rearrangement of a large section of a gene. Um, a mutation is the ultimate and the only way in which a new variation enters a species. So if you started off black, the only way somebody could look different is they go through a mutation. And you say, notice that they say it, that it, it could be caused by an alteration of a single base unit in DNA or deletion. Now, they don't have melanin. That's the deletion right there, melanin. But they have all colored people that lived in Africa from the beginning. All Africans are not real dark skin. You have brown skin. You have a little lighter skin Africa. They have different type hair textures in Africa. And these are things that we need to really, really understand that they're not the same. And, and you're learning more and more about the mutations of COVID-19. You know, you started off with COVID-19, then you come with Omicron, and Omicron going a little bit further now with the variant. And they call them variant. And a variant is just about the same thing as, as a mutation. It is a form or a version of something that differs in some respect from other forms of the same thing from which is the standard. The standard of mankind were dark skin, woolly hair. They went through a mutation going up in the cold weather. They they came with the, the deletion of uh, of melanin, and 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 then rearranged the structure of their skin color. And I just told you that ge a genetic mutation occurred with your eyes. Say, so how do you end up with blue eyes? Well, genetic mutation occurs when the OCA2 gene is turned off. It produces blue eyes, and they don't have, if you have, have 700 and something billion people in the world, you don't have a billion people with blue eyes. It's time that we really, really study and find out who we are. 
we are the ones that they talk about. Now, I'm, I'm gonna gonna do it because we've been running the program just a little bit different from what we've been doing it. So, I wanna uh, yeah, just do a little more, and then we're gonna do it some Q and A early. Now, they got uh, this hidden DNA discovery only found in Black Africans. You know, uh, Carter and Otis. Okay, they talk about 1996. It was copyrighted, but it wasn't published by the World DNA Strain. Now, it's, it, the, the group that did the study, now it was 15 white scientists who did this study, and it's called the American Association of Advanced Sciences. And if you want to look it up about the DNA series in genes, you find uh, Dr. Edward Robinson, he spoke about it. Now, I want you to understand about what they're talking about. Now, when they did things, when you're dealing with a DNA, and we do that because we, uh, we do our DNA testing to find out what group we're dealing with. And that, that, that's called about your different uh, sequences. And when they sequence it, it tell you where you come from, different things like that. Well, these 15 uh, scientists wanted to measure the intelligence and see who, who would be uh, have the greatest possibility of being a genius. And if you want to look it up, it's called Global Pattern of Disequilibrium, and that disequilibrium, B-I-S-E-Q-U-I-L-L-E-B-R-I-U-M, equilibrium. And these 15 scientists did, did this. Now, remember that if I say sequences, I'm going to tell you where you're from and you from Africa and you from Nigeria and you Europe or whatever. Uh, are you from Great Britain? Are you from, you know, you uh, you Greece, Greeks or whatever. But now they wanted to find out about the intelligence level. So when they did their experiment, what they did, was tried to find those that were closest to the human race, and they know that was the the monkey family. So they they first test the uh, series. Now remember, the series will tell you how intelligent a person or, or animal is. So when they tested the orangutan, now remember this too. Now the higher your series, the more intelligent you are. They tested the orangutan, and the orangutan had three series. Well, then they tested the gorilla. The gorilla was more intelligent than the orangutan. He had four series. Then they realized, and they thought about things throughout. Scientists have said that uh, the chimpanzee is the closest to uh, to human beings, so they tested the uh, chimpanzee, and true as they stated, he was more intelligent than the orangutan or the gorilla, and he had five series. So they went about and they went in Europe and test white folk, and they went over in China and India. They went over in Japan and other places, America and all over. They went over and test. But one people they didn't test because they've always been taught that blacks are not intelligent. That's the lie they've been put out for so many years. So after that, the whites had six series more than any other thing in the world, six series. 
But now nah, they hadn't tested the Africans. They wouldn't test West Africans, but most of the different individuals from uh, that slave that came to America came from West Africa. They had nine series. Now, remember something now. The rest of the world had six series. White, white people had six series, but the African had nine series, almost three matches above their intellectual ability. And if you think that, that, that that's being fabricated, I want you to understand something. And I want you to understand this and understand it very carefully about, about that global pattern of disequilibrium. And about Africans have nine series. And those who are Caucasian, you can look it up if you're Caucasian and you happen to be listening in. It's called a global pattern of disequilibrium. Look it up. Now, if you think that I'm, 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 I'm just saying this, if you find out about the things that's going on now by the Internet and the 5Gs and all this other stuff, the person that invented fiber optic wiring was a black lady. The person that the uh, GPS center, the, the global positioning system, was a black female. How you was able to get to the moon, and they, they had a movie about a hidden figure that tell how much fuel it would take, the trajectory and everything, was did by black females on a bulletin board, not by a computer. That's how smart you are. The cell phone, just about everybody walking around with a cell phone. A black man, typewriter, gas mask black man, safety glasses black man, elevator, clothes dryer, air conditioning unit, almanac. And that's what everybody planned by and how the moon and full moon and this, that, and the other. Blood plasma bag, lawnmower, lube cup, refrigerator, spark plug, stethoscope. you know how you listen at your heart, thermostat control, traffic light, electric bulb, Lattimore did that. Now, I know that, 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 that you know, they said that someone else did it, and, but see, when you, uh, 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 when you, Edison did above. Anybody could do that glass thing and make it flash, but that filament that keep that light bulb burning was did by was by did by Lattimore. So now that, I'm just I just named just a very few of the things that blacks have invented to let you know that you are smart. That's why they don't want to teach CRT in school, is because they have to tell you who you are. As long as they could have our children and have school from 1 through 12 and just teach what that white people did everything and keep it from our black kids, our kids will continue to think that we're ignorant. Now, I'm just going to stop now, and we're going to do some Q&A. We're going to do some Q&A. And also, if you have something you would like to share, a question that you would ask, just ask a question if it's biblical political or whatever, I try to answer it to the best of my ability. I try to be very, very well versed in study. Uh, Pastor William, you could open it up. You could open the line. Amen. God bless you, Dr. Kemp. Uh, powerful show tonight. Very powerful. 
Uh, God bless you. Uh, to everyone out there listening, God bless you. And uh, I'm going to open up the lines now, 858-357-9137. Uh, the lines are open. God bless you. Welcome to the show. If you have any questions, comments, anything, Dr. Kemp, you are live on Breaking Change. God bless you. And Hello. Hello. God bless you. You're on the air. Good. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. God bless y'all. Good to hear y'all again. So happy that uh, y'all able to stand and come forth to the program to help bring light into a dark, dark area at this particular time. It's a dark era that we are being faced with after the civil rights movement. Like you, like Dr. Kemp said, where it seems that uh, we have a force that is trying to reverse that which has already taken place. God has said that that foolishness was over, and there are those individuals who will buck against the Lord, but that's in the Bible. It is in the Bible. They did it before. But God clearly stated to those whom he had chosen to be his people, you could not take the ways of those people that you come in contact with if you are to be my people. And uh, I continue to, re- to say this over and over again. Uh, we as Christians we need to stand up and show our love for God. We've lost our love for God. Nobody wants to say a prayer with the family before they go to bed anymore. Where it used to be mandatory before you get in that bed, you had to get on your knees and say your prayers. That has become a thing of the past because everybody's on the phone they're in all different directions and that's the way everybody's family house life is it's in every different direction uh, uh the bible says that uh, uh in the beginning when they went the garden the, the bible describes satan as being very subtle he was a guy who looked a creature that he just looked good he looked all right. He, he looked innocent. It, but when you continue to read it, it says, and he beguiled Adam and Eve because the Bible clearly states when the, the sin was committed, she gave to her husband who was with her. So you see, the Bible tell you, but you got to be willing to listen and believe. You see, the problem is, we, like Dr. Kemp said, we have been taught so much wrong until we are really afraid of right. We've been taught so many lies. We love the lie and we despise the truth. We don't understand that, but Christians, Christians know the truth because the Spirit has already God to put that Spirit in them. They know it's true, but. They're afraid to come forth. Like Jesus said, uh, Dr. Houston did it but last night. Who are you going to be? Are you going to be the one that here, well, my, well done, my servant? Or are you going to be the one that said, you were never with me? Get, the, get, get away from around. It ain't going to be but two to be heard at the end. But for some odd reason, all of the blessings that God put here on America, we got some demons out there that want to see it go back. 
for whatever they dug on, however they dress it, to beguile the people. That's what they that's what they doing. That's what they're doing, and they're making it look good. It look good to the people, but that ain't what it is, and we as Christians know that. We have to stand up. God bless y'all, brothers. May he continue to strengthen and guide y'all because y'all doing a great work, brother. Keep this program on the air. It's a great, great work for Christians. But again, like like Dr. Kemp said, we, we got to get them back out here and walking hand in hand before all doggone races of Christians because it's time. Because the devil ain't, he ain't backing up. He ain't backing up. He ain't scared. He is not backing up. Thank y'all so much. Amen, amen. I, I, I appreciate you, uh, Brother George. I really appreciate you, what you had just said. Uh, I want to say that uh, before, uh, in the book of Second uh, Peter, second chapter around the fourth verse, it talks about in those days, it talks about uh, false prophets. And we have churches full of false prophets today. We have false prophets, all these white evangelicals, that's a false prophet. They're lying to us about like they're Christians, but they could support somebody like Donald Trump that spews hate everywhere. You know, um, they're, they're in dark too. They dislike uh, people of color themselves. And then it talks about even to this day, they're going to be having false teachers. And the false teachers are there just to beat you out your money and do all these different things. So we have to be aware and we have to learn to study show ourselves the truth. There's so much, you know, that we're letting the blind lead the blind. When the blind lead the blind, you end up in a ditch. Uh, so many people are getting preachers that have no knowledge of the Bible, but they're very good entertainers. And so they want to be entertained but not told the truth. It, it reminds me of the shape that America's in now. America is a country that will not tell the people the truth. They will not tell true history. They have they have a, that lying spirit. They lie about every book they've written about history and civics is a lie. And they know it. All you have to do is look into it. If you read, you'll find out Columbus didn't discover America. You can't discover a place with over 70 million people. You can't go kill. I heard you say it earlier, too, and I, I, I thought about what you said, and we have to watch carefully what we said about how blessed America is. America, that is not blessed. That's evil about all the finances that America have because it's blood money. You kill people. You took their land, and then you went looking for gold. You kill their animals. Then you enslave people, and you work them to death to build a country. So I, I can't see why that, that America is blessed with all that hatred that you spew. After you, you work people, lynched them, raped them, and did them, sodomize them, did them all you want to do, then you still don't want to give them equal rights. And the Bible says, says that, that how can you say you love me who you've never seen but hate your neighbor? So I'm confused that Christian telling me that this is a Christian country. So this is just just, 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 just Reverend Kemp. I, 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 I can't see it from my knowledge of the Bible and seminary experience and, and knowing having some knowledge of 
or what Jesus taught, I, I cannot see. The first fruit of the Spirit is love. I can't see it. You know, how can you love me who you've never seen but hate your neighbor? And who is your neighbor? Everybody that you meet. So, I, I mean, it's one of those things, and I just really don't believe that America is really blessed. I believe we look at a blessing as being financial, and Jesus never looked at it as being financial but spiritual. Good health, showing love and compassion of other folks. But that's what he looked at. Uh, Pastor William, you have any question, or anybody else want to ask a question? Well, well, the lines are open. If there's anyone to uh, uh, want to talk, Dr. Kemp, or ask I, a question. I, I have something to say. This is Joe. God bless you, sir. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, sir. We can hear you. All right, this is Joe. Um, just to just to add on to what the previous caller uh, mentioned. One, we many of the evil things that got started thousands and thousands of years ago got turned into systems, and one of those systems is called the military-industrial complex. Where All right, now you you act as if you're doing something good for the world, but really what you're doing is just uh, coercing people. And then another system which, you know, terrorizes people. The military terrorizes people. And that terror is to keep them quiet, to keep them contained. Then another system is that you, you come up with a way to uh, tax people. You, you tax them on things that you shouldn't tax them on. And, and that began with if you were a farmer. And if you grew crops, you should not be taxed on those crops. But they had to find a way for the rich. So they they, they created another system where they taxed people for their industrial endeavors. And then when you didn't pay your taxes, they created another system, a system of law, you know, where the first laws on the books in America as well as all the way back in Jesus' time was that, you know, if, if, if you don't pay your taxes, then we're going to take your land, you know, and, and, if, and, if, and if that's not enough, then you, you don't pay your taxes. We, uh, we, we hold that debt against you even though you lost your land, so they coerce you into indebtedness. And when you become indebted, and this is in Jesus' time and it's in the time right now, when you become indebted, then I can make you work for free or enslavement. Or I can put another system on you, which is jails. So if you don't pay your taxes, we take your land, we do all those sorts of things, your debt don't go away, and then... Either I will put you and make you a slave, which we've gone through this in America. It seems like we're going back through it again. There are systems that come into play that get created. And we need to pass that message on also that it's not just in the old days. Those systems were created back then. And Jesus talked about, about doing, doing <laughs> war with the damn systems because, back, because 
he was against the chief priest. And he went to the temple, you know, where, where the rabbinical folks were taking people's food, taking people's animals, selling them. You know, all of those things carry on, on to today. And I would just like, you know, for us to make sure that, that, that we talk about the similarities in terms of the systems that have been created to carry that evil on, Dr. Kemp. Uh, thank you so very much. I want to thank I want to thank you, Brother Joe, for coming for for saying that uh, and bringing it up. And I would like people to really do their homework uh, about the military-industrial complex. Matter of fact, uh, President Dwight David Eisenhower, he uh, about two days before he left the office, he said at first the industrial uh, military-industrial complex was started for a good thing because they were to support World War One, and then they helped kind of support World War Two. But at the coming to the end, it wasn't no good. They were going to keep walled up. They were going to be taxing people and keeping war going so they could make money. Uh, and that's why we stay in skirmishes. Uh, and so, but most people don't know anything about the military industrial complex, and that's why I'm so happy. Also, uh, about two months before President uh, John F. Kennedy was assassinated, he warned the people about the military-industrial complex. That's why I was saying this the other night that, uh, uh, Brother Joe, I was just telling some people just the other night, we don't read, we don't have, and when I first opened the show, we don't we don't know what different terminology is. And so it's almost like they're speaking over your head. And, and, and it's just a simple thing is to look it up and find out what is it. You know, and I pray that uh, people begin to be, uh, I like what they say, uh, inquisitive. And then after they be inquisitive, become analytical. Uh, inquiring minds want to know. That means you, you want to know something. But then after you get to know it, then you want to be able to analyze that information and put it in its proper perspective. And I, I just want to say something about uh, uh, Brother Joe. I call him my big brother. This is a very knowledgeable man. I mean, he is knowledgeable. He did extensive traveling all over the world. And you see, he knows so much about the African culture and a lot of things that he knows. And uh, we're just blessed to have him on with us tonight. And uh, like I call him my big brother, although I'm much bigger than Joe, I call him my big brother, and he's a little bit older than me. I, that's my big brother is Joe. So God bless you, Joe. I'm just... Happy to hear you sharing with us tonight some knowledge and things like what you know. And I've always believed iron sharpen eyes. Amen. God bless you. Amen. 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 Uh, the line is still open. If anyone would like to talk to Doctor Kemp, uh, the line is open for you. God bless you. Welcome to the show, Breaking Chains of History Talk. You are on the air. God bless you. You're live with Dr. Kemp. Okay. Well, I guess they thank you for listening. <laughs> um, hey, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Okay, Rev. go ahead. This is Joe again. What 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 I also wanted to 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 add on again about the systems. You know, as a as someone 
who went to law school and who was a lawyer to find out that, you know, the bedrock of why, why that system was set up was to, was to steal people's property, was to, was to, to take their indebtedness from, from the crookedness of taxation and place them in a, in a situation where, where there was a possibility of them losing their land and going to jail. That really? you know yeah. they, they make all these yeah. they make all these these, these assumptions and they seem like it's all beautiful and th- everything. You know we are a system of laws, and you get right down to it and you find out that that system was set up to mess over everybody. And, and and Dr. Kemp was talking earlier about Trump and and some of you know Democrats are awful too. When you find out that that supposedly a system was set up of laws, you know, and you be, and you go to law school, you become a lawyer, you know, you want to benefit people, and then you find out that the system is evil at its core because it was a system set up to either enslave people. Steal that property, create indebtedness, and and now they're even taking it to the point where they put people in jail. But but it was it was it's these systems that we also have to be truthful about. You know, be you a doctor, be a be you a lawyer, or whatever it is, we have to be able to teach our people and teach our children about these systems and how evil they are. Please forgive me for cutting back in, but I just wanted to to add that in. Oh no, sir. We we thank you for it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, uh any any more uh comments? Anything no. for Dr. No, no. Okay. Um I did thank everybody for listening. You had something you wanted to say, um uh, you had a question. You like that, uh, Pastor? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, I want to. I want to ask you something, uh, Dr. Kemp. Um, you know, uh, Brother Joe uh, brought up the military-industrial complex, and 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 when you when you look at that, and and um, Brother George brought up something last night that I, you know, that I've been asking people to just read about and study on uh, about the twenty thirty agenda, and he brought that up last night. There are things that these these evil people are planning. Uh, uh, that they ha- that, let me say this: that they have planned for us, but but we have the opportunity uh, uh, to do something about this, as far as coming together in unity and and, and getting together and coming together as one. Uh, uh, are, are we capable at this time? And, and Brother George brought it up last night about leadership in like today, like we had. Back in the day, um, are, are, are we capable as a people uh, to come together? And I'm not being negative. I'm not speaking against it because I trust in the Lord. He can do all things. We can do all things. He strengthen us, and that's through Christ, uh, led of His Holy Spirit. But I just want to know: Do you feel that people have it in their hearts and, and in their spirits to, to to take that step and and, and step up and, and stand up against that that evil spirit that lurks within these people to to make that change that needs to happen right now? I pray that I'm wrong. I pray that I'm wrong. But I think uh 
Brother Joker know where I'm coming from. I pray that I'm wrong by saying what I'm saying. Uh, we have the capacity, but I don't think that we, you know, as a people, we should have the capacity. But for some reason, so many individuals, you they would tell you that we, we have all the freedom and the rights we have. They will blame blacks for everything. And um, it's, it's, it's horrible. Uh, I told you many times, I, I go to, I go to these meetings on race, and I was uh, the city council people. They would appoint me to go, and then when I get in there, uh, the other preachers, uh, pastors, and other individuals that's supposed to be uh, representing the, the African American community, they'll be afraid once they get around whites. I mean, we can stand in, in, a, in a huddle before we go into the Metropolitan Center, wherever we're at. Uh, and when we get there, they'll be afraid to get around white people, and they're afraid to open their mouth. And then I'm going like, is this the truth? I mean, these are, and then a lot of them are very, are very educated. And they would tell myself, and I'm not going to call others names, but they'll tell us, and I just talked about it today with a friend of mine. Uh, I mean, I can't believe that this person, you, you this, you teaching this, and, you know, and, you you working doing this and this the thing that you're saying, you know. I mean, it's almost like we're still living in the forties or something. When I'm gonna call uh, white people, Mister Bobo, uh, and let me say it again: not all whites are, 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 are evil, but if they're white and they're not standing up to tell other whites that they're wrong for what they're doing. And then they're not speaking out well. That means you're in agreement. If you don't speak out against what they're doing to black, then that means you're in agreement. So you're racist too. But uh, these are blacks. They they are, they they will not do anything. They'll tear. They'll stand there. We not no Republican, no Trumps. And don't get me wrong. I see so much that there are Democrats too. Because I made a statement in a meeting uh, to let them know I, I vote Democrat because they give a little more leeway to African Americans than Republicans. I didn't say a lot of leeway, more leeway, because let me explain something to you. And listen to what I'm about to say. 157 years, you had a lot of Democrat, Democratic president and Republican, House and Senate. And blacks are still fighting for, 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 for to be treated fairly and reparations. 157 years, and you could almost do that in the swipe of a pen. But there's so much hatred and evil, satanicness in this country and in the European people that stay at war with everybody. And then we're afraid. Those who have a little clout or a little power, uh, especially like they don't preach, all they're going to do is take your money from you. And I'm saying that I'm a pastor to take your money and be afraid for to do what they want. They'll tell you off, but they won't tell the next person off. I had a friend that told what told somebody off today, I heard, that that was Caucasian. Just flat foot told him off. But you don't have many people that's willing to do things like that and stand up and let them know, uh, I have some big kahunas down there myself, and I stand up against you or anybody else. 
And as long as I'm telling the truth, I'm going to stand up. But I, I just hate to say it. I don't know if enough of our people are ready to stand up because a lot of them don't have the knowledge to be able to stand up or understand what they're standing up for. Joe was breaking it down to you guys, what he was talking about, about the military industrial complex, about the taxes and how the rules are written up. I mean, if you don't, if you don't research it, well, you don't know. Like I was given different things that, 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 that at the beginning of the show. How they take how they taking properties and stuff and building and and then the taxes go the value of the taxes go on the gentrification and, and so many things that that's going on today and that we we have a party but we won't learn no terms and it's just simply as doing it and then researching well those things we're not looking for so uh, George had Deacon uh, George had said something and uh, you asked the question so I would say and I want I want to. Uh, Brother Joe to kind of touch on that too. I just, I don't know. I'm just not that high on that we we will come together and do it for so much that I see today and I've experienced as an activist myself. Wow. Anybody that, that else want to share? Brother Joe, you wanted something to say. I'm sorry. That's, that's, just, that's, just, that's just serious. You know, that's just straight to the point. You know, that's honest. And, and, and I knew that, and I wanted you to break that down because, you know, it, it, it's shown and seen every day all throughout our communities and our families. Uh, something something that hit my spirit the other day, uh, Dr. Kimber and brothers uh, and all our sisters and out there listening, our young people, uh, you know, we, we, we are going through things right now, and one thing that uh, Satan does is try to divide everything everybody uh and i won't say his name again but you know if you can if you can divide the family you can divide the church if you divide the family and the church you can take Mm. over the community amen because you have divided the family which which are not going to stand together because because for number one if if a husband and a wife are not in unity the prayers are not heard Mm. If they're not on one accord, mm. and and, and mm-hmm. then then in the in the family, if if, if the family is broken, the mm. children are not being trained up in the way that they should go, that they would not depart from. The way that they're trained up is to smoke, drink, sell dope, uh, twerk, get naked, have sex, and and I'm not saying that we didn't go through that dark area, but it's a different time now. And it's being seen because they're murdering themselves in the street. So then when you divide the church by telling uh, some of uh, Pastor Kim said false prophets to just sign your mm. name on the dotted line right here and we'll provide you with this, 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 and this, and but there's some stipulations, but you they don't tell us about the stipulations, but we know because mm. God has already revealed it to us. So if, if, if the church and the home and the families are divided, the community is divided. The neighborhood is divided, and the fear is put in because then you depend on them to provide for you to live instead of coming together in unity and love. So if you divide all of that, then you can take over. But I will stand to say tonight, my daddy is a big daddy, I tell you. You talk about your big daddy. I got a big daddy who created everything. You know, God created everything, and and, and Dr. Kip is just... 
that's just real. So, Brother Joe, uh, you could have it now. I, I just need to say that because the house divided cannot stand mm-hmm. at all. Thank you, sir. The, uh, the, uh, is it okay for me to say something, brother? Go ahead, sir. All right. Um, I, I, I can't argue with that, but but we, we have to encourage each other in, in every way possible. One of the evil systems that we all know as believers in the Creator is that that evil thing took the system of religion. And, hmm. and that evil is nesting right in that system also. And Dr. Kemp touched upon that earlier. You know, where you got you got some of our people, some of our leaders, and I'm talking men and women leaders that will go sit in those churches that they know have done things to keep us oppressed. And Hmm. they will go sit in there and act as if they can just go back home and say, God, forgive me. That's not how it works. And sometimes Hmm. I think we have to do as much as possible in our own way to take them down. Either if they're in politics, Dr. Kemp, George, then we have to take them out that way. If they are in businesses, we have to boycott their businesses. We have to make sure that they pay a price for doing what they do to the children and the grandchildren. And one of the hmm. things I really, really hope will happen next time is that we got hmm. to have some sisters talking because the sisters are the ones that are initially responsible for teaching all of us in the way to go. I don't care if you if, if it's me or Kent or George my first, our first teachers was our mamas, you know, and my no. mother, I could, I could never repay her or my father, but it was because of her, you know, knowing that even as a child, I had a responsibility to the community. I couldn't lie. I couldn't steal. I couldn't cheat. And it was my responsibility to check on the older people in the community. It started with her. And, you know, we can't convince these young women out here today, you know, that are on the wrong side. It's going to have to be our elder sisters that do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Dr. William, Dr. Kemp, Brother Joe, um, Back to something that Dr. Kemp had said earlier, which I looked at it, but I was in the process of doing some things. Actually, to be honest, I'm cooking. <laughs> I was trying to get some. All right, right. All right bro. All right, bro. From a grandbaby. And uh, there was an article today about the uh, gay rights thing, and but 
at the end of it, the title was and in the same sex marriages and interracial marriages. And it, it dawned on me, but I wanted to say something about it. what the heck does interracial marriages have to do with same sex marriages? I mean, you know, I, 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 I didn't, and I wanted, I heard Dr. Kemp slightly touch on it, but I wanted to uh, uh, bring that, uh, how they tied that in. You know, what what does one have to do with the other is what I'm trying to say. Oh, oh, Brother George, what they're doing, they're trying to get black voters to fall for it. Now, it's nothing to deal with my race, my ethnicity, have nothing to do with me wanting to be uh, uh, married someone or being gay. So they've been uh, putting the black, putting the, our color thing as almost being with some sodomy, okay, with sodomy, some satanic. No, it has nothing to do. If a person is gay, that's your choice. That's your preference. Yeah, now, I was born yeah. black. I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, I was born black. I was born a black male with an X and Y chromosome. I wasn't born mm. with two X chromosomes. That makes me a female. If I was born with mm. an X and Y, that makes me a male. An X and Y chromosome could never be a female, and two X chromosomes could never be a male. So mm. that has nothing to do with it. They've always list this racial thing up with homosexuality. Where does that come from? You're trying to demonize black people going and coming to your interracial marriages. What you know, uh, and then that the, the, these people are dealing with then say then the people dealing with it call themselves Christian, but they but hmm. they say no same sex marriages. I mean, not I don't I don't agree with same sex. I could never perform one. At a pastor, I won't do it. That's out the question. You know, John and John, John, John and James don't come to me. <laughs> Stephanie and and Rita don't come to me talking about me performing your wedding. No, I, I refuse to do it. Now, now, but the thing about it, don't equate that with blackness. Uh, me, I am who I am. I don't. I will not. Let me explain something to you guys. I've experienced a lot of things that a lot of people may not experience being uh, African-American male. But I would not change who I am for nothing in the world. This skin color, stay there. My nose, my hair, everything stays the same. I'm proud of myself. I'm not going to look down on who I am for no one. And I'm not going to bag down for man, woman, or beast. Color, I don't care. That's just me. But for me... To go and I said that early on in the show about that. I heard the same thing and I'm and I I was like I was serious. Why are you keep one time it was talking about the gay rights and African American rights and I'm going like how does this even equate? They're being treated like black. Well, Jagger Hoover was gay. He ran the country. The he was high ranking than the president. You got gays run Hollywood. So don't equate them with, with black. The black struggle always been the black struggle. But everybody <laughs> wants the blacks to help them to fight, but nobody been fighting on our side to get us anywhere. Let me I'm, uh, uh, Pastor, I hope I answered that. Yes, indeed. I love it. I'm loving it. All right, there are <laughs> lots of 
spoken. If you <laughs> you want to talk to Dr. Kim, if you got comments or something you want to add to the show, man, it's a good show. God bless everybody for tuning in and participating. But the line is still open, Brother Joe. Uh, uh, Brother George, you got something you want to add before we get ready to get out of here, um, you know, before I add my last, and uh, the line is still open to you. Just enjoying the show, brother. Just enjoying the show so much. Brother Joe, thank you for that uh, blessing with that information. Don't make me research a little bit hard. I had some things I wanted to bring, but like I said, I got caught up in the kitchen. So <laughs> I'm going to try to uh, bring some things that I, I've been working on. But I ask God to continue to bless you all to bring the program. And uh, we're going to do our best to pass the word uh, and pass the number out and to get the community involved uh, uh, to try to encourage Christians to stop hiding under, hiding out as though they're ashamed of the, of the law. Because the Bible told them, if you deny me before man, I'm going to deny you before the mm. Father. They just, I don't know what's going on. Uh, the, the, the line should be packed. It should be Christians all over calling that something's going on right now. Like the pastor said, there's so many false teachers. These are going uh, wolves in sheep clothing until they are, uh, I don't know, they they just don't want to come forth uh, right now. They, they're going to be like the Valley of Dry Bones. They have to call them up out of that because that's, that, that's, I don't know. Thank you all so much. God bless you all. Please continue to do what you're doing. Amen. Thank you, Brother George. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, one last thing I want to bring to the table uh, before we get out of here tonight. Um you know, I know that uh, we have to be an encouragement to one another. We have to, if, if we want to see things uh, uh, manifest before our eyes and, 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 and in our lives, we have to uh, have that relationship uh, with God the Father. But in order to have that relationship, we have to have uh, uh, knowledge of uh, the way, the truth, and the life. And because uh, the words say, nothing is to the Father without going through the Son. And we have to receive hmm. His Holy Spirit. So, so I, I know that to be true in my life. Uh, but I also, I also know that we're supposed to uh, uh, love each other. You know what I'm saying? As Christ mm-hmm. has loved us. And, and, and we're supposed to love each other as we love ourselves. And so a lot of times, you look at how people love themselves and you don't want that love. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it's not love. So, so, but, but, but we as, as children of God have to stand on the word. Uh, I remember Dr. Kim said something uh, the other week about you know, turn another cheek. You you just not gonna continue to disrespect me. You you you're not right. just thinking that you can still do what you used to do. You know what I'm saying? That that that's not happening in the new church. Uh, there's a song that we play on the air on Thursday night, and it lets you know, say this, this ain't your grandmama's church. Big hats and everything. You, you understand? We 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 coming from real, but real with the word. And 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 and, and you said about the false teaching. So when you bring that up, a lot of people are not aware of what the plan is that man has set for this world of his evilness to take over. So what I want to ask is, with the military-industrial complex, uh, government, uh, uh, corporate billionaires, uh, uh, which is what I call worldly government, uh, uh, and people behind the scenes uh, that are preparing this agenda, why aren't we paying attention to what's something that they made public already that they're planning to do? If you look 
the food shelves are getting empty. Uh, uh, prices are going up. They they are setting everything so they're getting that mark of the beast ready for people. Why, why are people paying attention to to what is actually going on? And that military industrial complex is 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 has we have signed allowed them to sign over power and authority to to billionaires and money. What what say you on that? Brother Joe. No, I can't Brother I Joe. Hear you. <laughs> okay. No, what, no, no, what, what I'm, you know, I defer, you know, I defer to Reverend Kemp because of the work that you do, the work that you did in the past, you know, you 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 under you understand what the brother just asked you. And I'm going to defer this to you, Brother Kemp, not because I don't want to say anything, but because I really do want to hear what you have to say so I can learn also, Brother. So please, go on deal with it. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I did, this, this is me. Uh, times are, are, are getting to be hard, but they're going to get better. Uh, the president that we have now was given a year, a uh, season of uh, a plague where uh, we had COVID, and the economy got bad. And we're living through uh, the post-part part of that the economy of what happened. It, it was going to happen anyway. I can't say we're living in that time because this was going to happen, okay, through, through uh, COVID-19. And also then uh, he wasn't responsible for Russia with the oil prices. Hmm. Uh, different foreign countries, the oil jacked up. Now, you see it going down. He just made a run to uh, Saudi Arabia, whereas uh, he, t- he, t- he spoke with them. But what he had to do what was best for the country, their people saying, and uh, he would fall into the hands of the Republicans. If he would went on and say uh, Khashoggi got killed and, I don't want nothing to do with you. Well, then the people mouth would have been long at the pumps if they start pumping more gas in. The thing about America is what people don't understand is America have so many uncapped wells out already in the Gulf. In, over Louisiana right now, Louisiana and Texas have more rigs out there than anyone else. And, you know, they're uncapped. They have... So much land that they're already on that they're not drilling it. But why they're getting uh, on the president trying to make things about the president is that they say he's not allowing them to get more and more. And the and, and the and the price that you pay at the pump, you charge that the Exxon Shell and all the rest of those that 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 they're charging high prices. They're the one that jacked the price up. They're the calling. They don't have to charge you more. They've made more more money uh, this year than they made in, in, in about, I think it was four months, than they made all of last year in the billion. Now, so so that, that's one of the things. And we're falling with the, the Christian thing with, 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 with white America. I look at the Europeans, uh, and I want to tell you something by the King James and, and King James and European interpretation of your Bible. Well, you have to understand that they are the ones that King James had uh, Pope Nicholas VI to sign the referendum for slavery. 
and slavery, all these things were okay. And that, you know, there's a whole lot of this homosexual stuff, all this stuff, whole lot of stuff came from Europe and it comes here. And, you know, it's a lot of things that white brought a whole lot of praise. Because in Africa, you don't have that much homosexuality. That stuff came from here. That came from them doing in the, a whole lot of male slaves, performing acts on male slaves. A lot of that comes from that. But in Africa, they, they'll kill you. I mean, you they told President Obama, don't come over there with that, that homosexual stuff. They don't play it there. They don't play it on this, this prince. Son. He left out the Middle East, I think it was in Saudi Arabia. He had to leave his home because he was gay. Those people mm. don't play that. Only in America, you could do whatever you want to do. And you know, mm-hmm. like uh, I don't think it's time now. I want I want to make uh, make make something to you because you're you're went went theological. Okay, in order for the last days to come and for the mark of the beast to come, they have to find the ashes of the red heifer. They have to rebuild the temple where it where Solomon originally built the temple. Okay, and then uh, Antichrist have to be turned to the to the uh, the high priest. Now, 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 now. First of all, to rebuild the temple, they got to tear down the dome of the rock. That's that gold dome on one side. The wall of Jerusalem is for the Palestinians, and one side is for those whatever you call them, those foreigners, those white foreigners, because they're not Israelite. Uh, they they are Eskenaz. Uh, uh, that means they're from around the Ukraine and Caucasia and and Russia. They, that that's where they're from. They have nothing. The other one, Khazar, they're from north, north, north of Turkey. And the other one, they're surfing them, they're from around uh, Portuguese and Spain. So they're not what you call them, but they're living in, in, over there in Jerusalem, what they call the Holy Land today. Well, they they, 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 they still have the Dome of the Rock. If they would bomb that and tear that down to build, uh, rebuild the temple, uh, the whole Middle East came down on them because that's one of the holiest, uh, uh, what you call them, that they have over there right now is the Dome of the Rock. Now, if you learn about Christian history and you learn about Christian history, where the Dome of the Rock is built, and I think the Muslims know this too, that's where Abraham offered up Isaac. It's called Mount Moriah. You remember where he said, God will provide, he drew the knife back, with the talking about, you know, asking where was the sacrifice, and he tried to mm-hmm. offer his son. That was there where the Dome of the Rock is located. There's a lot of things that has to come through before that uh, the last days will come into play. Oftentimes, we see little things, but the Bible says there'll be war and rumors of war. But then in the 24th chapter of Matthew, they come along and they tell you that no one know the time or the, or the hour. You know, okay. Jesus says he didn't know only the Father. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things that have been uh, pushed upon us by uh, the very same people that enslaved us. And we have to watch that, too, because they, they try to humble you by using the Bible, but the Bible don't humble them. Uh, do you have something mm-hmm. you want to say? Anybody want to add to that? Well, the, well uh, uh, the, the, the issue of the, the military complex uh, of it, you can look at it now uh, where they're seeing the military complex. They don't want to give up their gun rights. What does gun rights have to do with you having a fully automatic weapon 
in a non-combat zone. But it's about money. They want to make money. They want to keep the people scared. Fear. They're making money off of fear. Man, you don't need a, a weapon in the streets like that. What's the police and the FBI and the military and all these other people for that you got to go and get a, a weapon like that? No, man, you're just making money. They, they, they're they selling that weapon trick to keep fear among the citizens. That's all. That's all that is. That's my opinion of it. You know, that, that I, don't, I don't see any, any reason for that kind of stuff out, out here in the streets. Amen. All right. Um, everybody else, thank you for all that, Kemp. Uh, everybody else, thank you so much. Um, I, I, you know, I just um, I asked that and, and, and mentioned that to you because of um, when when I asked about the uh, uh, and I'm glad that you brought about needs to be built and I'm glad that you really said that because uh, it's something that I saw on on uh, social media I was reading about about the um, uh, uh, the One World Religion headquarters uh, hmm. getting ready. To- Getting ready to open next year, and uh, what is that uh, 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 called? The uh, Abrahamic family house being built on the island in the middle eastern city, uh, Abu Dhabi. What is that? Uh, uh, how you how you say? So um, that's that's something right there that kind of threw me off because that that's serious to me. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of serious to me. It's supposed to have been opening, uh, actually opening this year, 2022, is what it said. And uh, um, you know, one world religion headquarters. And when you see the picture of, you know, you see the images of it, it you know, it's like, wow, are you serious? And 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 and, and it's out there. And um, you know, it's like. Wow. Okay. That's that's it. That's all I got. Thank, thank you. Religion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so check that out, everybody. I'm not just look, it up. look it up, everybody. Just what the one world religion yeah, headquarters. Just look one it up. World it up. So you know. Oh yeah. They, 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 that is. You know. So um. All right. Anybody else out there have anything before we get ready to get out of here tonight? God bless everybody. Uh, the lines are still open. God bless you. All right, Dr. Kemp. Mike is yours, sir. Okay, I would like to first just say thank you to each and everyone who tuned in. I know there are some who tuned in that um, didn't ask a question or didn't have anything to say. But I pray it was something said, something done in this our podcast that gave you more knowledge. I thank Brother Joe, I thank Brother George, and I thank uh, Pastor Williams for the different input that each and everyone gave. And I ask a special blessing upon you guys and your family. And I ask a blessing upon each and everyone uh, who's listening. And I want you to understand this. Uh, you may hear me talk a lot about um, black, white, and uh, then differences. But I love everybody. Black, white, I love rich or poor. I love me. There's nothing that anybody could do about it. But one thing about me, I'm going to tell the truth. If you're not treating me right, if you're lying to me, I will tell you. 
I was studying mm-hmm. to find out who I am instead of allowing you to teach this in school and never bring up what I did, uh, the accomplishment of other of other uh, countries. No white folk didn't discover everything, and that's what I want to say. They, we've been taught lies all the way through school, high school, and the college been lied to. And so if you would think that no one did anything but Caucasian, and that's the biggest lie Christ ever died for. Mm. Matter of fact, they, they might have done mm. less for the for the world than anyone else. Mm. So yeah, the only thing they did that was more than anyone else was kill and violent and do perpetuate violence more than any other other race in the world. So if that that's the truth. So if a person wants, don't want me to tell the truth, that doesn't mean I don't I hate you. But I will speak the truth, and and Amen. I'm not gonna hold my, my hold it back. I don't care what you do to me. I will speak the truth. Amen. God bless you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the things that have been said and things done. And Lord, I pray it was something said, something done that gave us more knowledge. And Lord, and things, and Lord, that we will bring some bring us closer together as a people to stand up for our equal rights, to stand up against the lawlessness and injustice that permeates throughout this world, about the systemic racism that we face each and every day. It's the lie that any wonders that's going out about African-Americans and the lies that have been lied about that blacks didn't have books and we didn't write this, we didn't do history. And history started in Africa, is going to end in Africa. All history came from Africa. Our mathematics, our science, our architects, our medicine, everything came from there. Every, the world know it, but they refused to teach it. Now, Lord, I just thank you, Lord. Bless each and every one who performed. Build us up where we're torn down, strengthen us where we're weak. Lead and guide us, Lord, in the way we should go. And lead us to do the right thing, Lord. Lead us to be strong men, strong women. I know we've got some females that's listening, strong men and females that we could teach our children. And remember, the only dumb question is one not asked. If you have something you want to ask, feel free to ask at any time. Oh, we thank you and we praise you. We ask a special blessing for uh, Pastor Williams, who more or less do the facilitating along with myself. And uh, we ask a blessing on him and that you would strengthen him and keep him going. He's going through a lot right now. Bless his body, Lord. Bless him, Lord, and bless his family. Give him the strength and fortitude to go through what he's going through. We ask you bless him in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. God bless you. Love everybody. There's nothing you can do about it. Good night. Amen. People, I love you. We're a family. Yeah, you and me. Hey, we'll make it through it out. No matter what the cost. We're a family. Yeah, you and me. Hey, we'll make it through the pain, the rain, and all the trouble by ourselves. Oh, 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 oh. People, I love you. I love you. We are dying. We are dying. 
for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family. <laughs> 